To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. We welcome to the program uh, Patrick Smelly. Hello, Patrick. Oh, hi, Andrew. Now, I thank you. You have been looking at this damning report about the Polytech mega merger. Uh, it describes a financial meltdown at the new merger. Chris Hipkins has double underlined, sort this out in the memo. You've been looking yeah. at it. Could you talk me through it? Could, could, have they inherited a financial meltdown or are they creating a financial meltdown? Um, uh, it's a bit of both. Um, I, you know, one of the reasons there's a financial meltdown is that there's been a lot less uh, enrollments in politics this year and they expect that to continue again next year. Um, that's partly because the labour market is so jolly tight that everyone who wants a job can get one uh, and would rather do that than go and train. Um, but it's but they're also um, making it very difficult for international students to, to get here and so that, that's also driving enrollments down. But also there's the sense you have is that it's not so much um, this driving the deficit but They've had three years to get to a point where they would bring the 16 politics together under one roof. Uh, we're about five months out, and they haven't got a, a, a business case finished. They haven't got an operating model ready to consult on with the staff. They've got uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of, of uh, polytech staff who don't know exactly what their situation is for the beginning of next year. And in this labour market, those people will be thinking, well, well where can I go to find something something that's a little more secure uh, in the middle of a, a, skill, a massive skills shortage? We seem to be succeeding in making our skills training uh, infrastructure much less robust as a result of a, a very ambitious reform that appears to be uh, not on the rails at the moment. But to give them their due, they have been coming through the pandemic. We're talking, you know, uh, online learning. Uh, the, all education institutions have been facing some difficulty. Uh, yes, and yeah, COVID's had an impact, definitely. It's, it, it's the but, worst time no, on earth. Yeah, I mean, it's just if, if we're supposed to be um, going for uh, a dynamic training sector, we seem at the moment to be heading rather for a situation where. Money that would go to private trainers is being siphoned off to deal with the deficit in the new mega-merged polytechnic, which itself uh, doesn't yet have proper shape uh, or even decent financial reporting. In fact, at the moment, it doesn't even have a chief executive. The the previous chief executive, who was on $670,000 plus a year, has been on leave, indefinite leave, for the last couple of weeks. And there's an acting chief executive in there now who is quite clearly the person who will be doing the job from now on. Mm. So, uh, you know, and, and there's, there's uh, consultants for Africa all over it trying to, trying to bring the thing up to speed. But and I just think it's, it's dangerous for the government because uh, this is one of these big centralising reforms, yes. exactly the same thing as being done in health. And a similar thing is being done in Three Waters. Mm. And one of the great things, uh, you know, one of the great attack lines that the, the national and others have is say that this is a government that's not good at executing on its big ideas. Uh, this seems to be proof that that's the case. Uh, and going into the last half of, of the election cycle, 
uh, the worst place you want to be is to have your big reforms looking a bit, sh- bit shaky. Yes, exactly. And, and you're quite right. It is a big nationalisation, and that still requires a big bureaucracy, and they have to create it from, from um, point zero because it is new. And they, there's an assumption that there is automatically a saving if you go from 16 politics to one big organisation, but that's not true because there's still 16 politics in each town. Yeah, and, and there, there's a, a massive head office being created, yeah. uh, which, which involves all, well, many of the people who previously have been in the senior management teams of those 16 polytechs, not to mention a number of uh, industry training organisations and private training providers who are all looking for, for new work because the funding's all changing. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. So, and it, and it, it's, a, it's a real shame from a national point of view because... Uh, you know, we need decent vocational training, and I'm not convinced that uh, the 16 polytechs as they were operating were such a mess that they needed to have this done to them. All right, Patrick, you've written a great article on it. It's a, it's a long one, but it's a great read. It's called Why the Mega Polytechnic Mess is So Politically Dangerous for Labour. It's at thebusinessdesk.co.nz, and thanks for your time tonight.